Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Lounge, a podcast for the upper one percent. I am your host Jonah D, and together with me, Christopher Walken Closet. Oh, hey Jonah, how are you doing? Hey Christopher Walken, what are you doing here? I'm just here to talk about food. You know how it is, yeah. Oh, is that so? Because I was also planning to talk about food. Yeah, where's Lad? Uh, I don't know. He's running late. If oh, you see I him. think he just walked in here. Hey, la- hey guys, sorry. Just going now. Hey, Jonah, what up? Hey, you finally made it, man. I'm oh, sorry, buddy. I'm just uh, running late. Sorry about that. <laughs> not, not because I'm black or anything. It's just that, you know, you got to do your thing. So, what do you have on the plate today? Ah, so like we discussed last time, today we're talking about all things food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to talk about food, why it's important. Uh, things you should know, the cuisines you should try. Oh yeah, and the social benefits of having knowledge in the area of food. So that doesn't mean you know the best places to eat. It also means being able to cook and provide for yourself. Oh, so you're gonna be diving into cooking, the art of cooking, what yeah. goes into cooking, yeah. social benefit. I get that. I get that. Basically, if it has anything to do with food, we're going to discuss it today. Yeah. Hashtag foodie, hashtag uh, fat, hashtag every, <laughs> everything out there. Okay, great. Uh, Laz, do you want to get us started? Uh, I don't know. Uh, first of all, I want to start it off like uh, a foodie. You know, we use a lot of the, like the, the word foodie, but we don't really know what it means or mm. what it should mean. Yeah. So I basically formulated what I think is a foodie okay. and what considers you to be a foodie. So if you are the above mentioned uh, levels, I will just get into it and I'll, I'll explain it uh, further in detail. So there's entry level foodie, there's junior foodie, and there's the connoisseurs, the people that uh, complain about the le, le onion and uh, it's overcooked or like, uh, can you please take this back or no salad <laughs> dressing. Do you understand what I'm trying to say, Jonah? But yeah. anyway, and... Entry-level foodie, basically, these are your Instagrammers, people that, you know, go to McDonald's. No, not really McDonald's, but um, I don't know, like a, like a normal restaurant. They go in, and they get served a steak, and they're like, oh, my God, it's so good. Oh, God, take a picture of this. Hashtag. Yeah, those are the entry-level foodies. Like, they eat. They like what they are served. They enjoy the flavors, but they don't really understand where certain flavors come from, how this was seared. Then you have your junior level foodies. These are people that, you know, they they particularly cook. They under they kind of get the the gist of like the where direction of taste is going, and you know, like they sometimes say, "Oh, this is tasty," but I would have loved it if it had this or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you have the connoisseurs. The connoisseurs is me, like Jonah, like me, like uh, like uh, your Steven, everybody, and uh, basically these are the people that. After you eat a good meal, you want to talk to the chef. Hey, guy, this was this was really delicious. I really just want to shake your hand. These are the connoisseurs. They understand. Um, they might not be chefs by qualification, but we, we cook. We understand flavors. You can tell from different flavors and stuff like that. You can, like, basically, you're a, you're a seasoned traveler. You've been to other countries. These This is what we consider or what I consider you to be a foodie. Another thing, uh, to be a foodie or to be in one of these levels, uh, you have to obviously 
cook foreign products like it 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 doesn't count if you're from for example Philippines and you cook a dish from Cebu which is like a neighboring province that doesn't count uh you kind of need to cook something that is way foreign to you. like you just want to try something out from the recipe book like a beef wellington from the UK you just want to try it out so or you have um tried foreign food that's also a, a good uh uh tick to check if you're a foodie so you've tried something foreign something that's not available in your country you know what they're talking about so and also you critique a lot if you see yourself critiquing a lot of food that makes you a foodie another mm. thing is if 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 you don't think food is like if you think food is like oh i'm hungry i need to eat then you're not a foodie food is like if you're hungry at that moment what what would make you happy cuz food is life life yeah. happy happy life happy lifestyle all that just so so there's if, like th- if i mentioned all those things and yes you ticked all the boxes you are a foodie ladies and gentlemen thank you i'm done <laughs> so so there's like an art to appreciating food oh, is yeah. what you're trying to say definitely dude yeah yeah uh <clears throat> well i mean i think you explained it well there i don't know i mean there's stuff that i would like to add but i'll when we oh but the yeah. main gist i got from your explanation was mm-hmm. that to be a foodie you sort of have to be like an adventurous kind of person to want to like try different food to go outside your comfortable zone yeah yeah like you don't like it's all about like trying new stuff and exploring the other options or foods that are available to you you know yeah you don't snob other cuisines or other things yeah for example if if you're with a friend and yeah. this is like something i've noticed in real life if you're not with a foodie like the people that I, I i just mentioned or described yeah so let's just say you go to a vietnamese restaurant right and you order like a soup and this friend is like oh this does not taste good or i don't really like the way it ta-. you definitely know this person's not an adventurous person mm yeah, it's probably bad. It cannot be a foodie. Because, you know, as a foodie, you appreciate different flavors. Although, yeah, you might not understand what it tastes like or where it comes from. But you understand, like, this is something foreign to me. I'm trying it out. And, yeah. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, let's now get into uh food and why it's important. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, like Glad said, Food is not just something that, you know, you need as sustenance. It's not just like your physiological need, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, Food has everything to do with like the way your body is built. It constitutes your diet and your health. And, you know, with food, it can also bring people together. That's one thing that I actually started to learn this semester Mm -hmm. where... I would have like these dinner parties at my house and I would never do this before because I hate, well, not that I hate cooking, but the dishes, (laughs) (laughs) not that I hate cooking before, but like, um, I just thought, oh, the kitchen gets messy. There's dishes to wash Mm. afterwards, you know, the aftermath, the the trouble's not worth it. You know, we Mm. can just like eat out or something, Mm. but actually I discovered that, you know, after uh, going home every semester and having friends come to my house, food being served to them, prepared by myself or my parents, 
um, I feel like it creates experiences that way. Like this person remembers me by uh, that dinner we had a month ago where mm-hmm. I served mm-hmm. him this, mm-hmm. I served him that. So I tried bringing that back with me um, this semester and I started like cooking for friends, making drinks. Oh, yeah, I remember one of his dinner parties. Yeah. 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 It's pretty cool. Like there's something amazing in the experience of going into someone's home and him preparing food for you and you enjoying the food he made like it sort of like creates a bond somehow definitely yeah. and i feel like that ex- that experience or having that skill is like invaluable when you're an adult i couldn't agree more yeah yeah so food it constitutes your health uh it creates new experiences and it brings people closer together so knowing how to cook and knowing food that you can serve to people is very important yeah yeah so now that we got that out of the way, we're going to talk now about food that we actually love. Food that's in Dalian, right? Uh, it doesn't have to be in Dalian specifically. I mean, we okay. come we come from like two different places in mm, the world, you know. Mm. You're from... Different South- continents, actually. Different continents. So yeah. like, you know, he comes from South Africa. I come from the Southeast Asian region. And, you know, food uh, has different ways of like evolving or adapting based on where they are oh yeah yeah like you know in the northern countries where crops are probably harder to to harvest Mm. or plant you know yeah like Uh, certain animals they they cannot farm so it's kind of expensive so yeah Yeah. stuff like that but yeah food that i really love okay so so let us in on what kind of food you love dude i don't know man like oh Obviously, I, I have to say this. Indian food is like the best. Indian food, Indian huh? food is bomb, bro. What? I don't know if I have Indian blood or... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I need to take that DNA test. But my gosh, I have a special connection with Indian food. What? Like when I eat Indian food... Oh. What is it about Indian food that you love so much? The curry, the spices, the art that goes into it. Like, There's a lot... Of, you know, people don't realize what goes in a curry. I don't know if you actually try cooking curry. It's not as easy as just... Oh, one beef cube, and yeah, you mm-hmm. add like uh, cumin and yeah. all. There's a lot of things that go in. Yeah. Like, there's a list of things that you need to put yeah. in at different times, at different uh, uh, sections, and all that stuff. The yeah. different cuts of meat, but definitely the mutton curry, the beef curry. Uh, there's this thing called we call the the, the bunny chow. Bunny chow. You know what a bunny chow is? What's a bunny chow? So basically, like bread, like half loaf. You know, uh, like bread, baked bread. Sure. They take out the innards of the bread and then you stuff the curry in there with the potatoes. Ooh. and Oh, uh-huh. dude, you bite into that. I'm just, my mouth is watering right now talking about it this. It sounds, mm. it sounds good already. But yeah, like I said, with Indian food, like I, I just like the, 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 the art that goes in there. Like mm. the, 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 exp- the, the expertise, the research. I don't know. There's like a lot of these things that people take for granted, like to harness flavor how did they know how did the indians know like yeah. if you mix these kinds of seeds or you put this kind of basil leaf in there this kind of thing will come out but definitely on my top two i mean there's a lot more of foods that i can mention but mm-hmm. indian food oh so would you say oh that's your number one favorite type of cuisine you know that's a hard question you know yeah. what i mean like it's yeah. hard it's like oh yeah do i pick but but oh. definitely it's up there it's it's up there let, yeah. let me just say it's in my top five yeah okay Let's just say there's no particular order. Sure. Like, it's in my top five. Indian cuisine, definitely, it should be there. What about you? Okay. So, actually, uh, this is a question I've been 
uh, going back and forth yeah. for many for many years. Uh, since I came to China, I've been exposed to so many different kinds of food, mm-hmm. ranging from uh, Chinese food, obviously, like North Eastern Chinese food. There's Korean food because we're like really freaking close to Korea. Oh yeah, yeah, we're like an hour away, so most of that like culture and food comes back here somehow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love Japanese food, and recently I started getting into Thai and Vietnamese. Oh, oh, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, oh, okay. Like you talked about curry. Have you ever tried Thai yellow curry, bro? Are, are you kidding me, bro? Are you like, kidding me? Yes. That is the. Of course. Uh, it, it's it's delicious, guys. Dude, like, it's beyond delicious. It, like it transports you to another dimension. That's what I want when I eat food every yeah. time. I want to be transported. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I don't want to be on Earth anymore when I eat something, mm. especially if it's like raved about, like in different <laughs> cultures. Like, oh, you should try uh, the pad thai. Yeah. Like I, 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 I want to see why people rave about it. Yeah. Yeah. So it has something to do with like your taste buds and stuff. Oh like, my god. When you eat something, you want it to like give you that experience like you never had this before yes it's so amazing the Mm -hmm. sauce was very smooth you can taste so many different flavor profiles i want to finish everything on my plate oh Oh. yeah okay so for pardon our food gasm right there (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah but so so as you can tell laz is more on the Indian side and of course he has like his own I have other respect yeah of course like the western cuisine burgers steaks your your usual stuff Mm -hmm. while me I'm more on the Asian side yeah so um, see different continents yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and it's not that like one cuisine is better than the other yeah oh yeah like everyone is entitled to to their own preference like if you like uh, Korean food if you think it's the best in the world if it makes you happy then you know like it is your right to say, oh, I love this. But being a foodie means like you tried everything and you know what your preference is. And you're still trying because and remember, yeah. there's a lot of food out there. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's sort of like you know how, why people appreciate other things while mm. you appreciate your own stuff. So with that being said, uh, we want to give like some recommendations on places to go eat in Dalian. For all those listeners in Dalian out here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, you know, we get, like, a bunch of foreign exchange students almost every semester. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, probably it's their first time in Asia. They don't know where to go. They don't know what to eat, what's good and what's not. They need, like, a guide. Or if you're just, like, a, a foodie in general. Yeah. And you want to, like, uh, get some suggestions, have some ideas on where to eat. Uh, this is the segment for you. Oh yeah. So <laughs> wanna start out with your recommendation, Lars? Uh, my recommendation. So if you ever find yourself in Dalian, I don't know what you're gonna be doing here. Yeah. But if you ever find yourself here, uh, you need to kind of. What I did was I defined the kind of person I'm gonna be in China, cause you know, you're exposed to a lot of things online. Oh, China, they eat dogs and they eat frogs and they fry scorpions and yeah, they do all those things. I mean. Actually, that's true. <laughs> anyway, so just make sure uh, you stay away from those things. You need to define: are you are you a vegetarian? Okay. Uh, are you are you a, res- a, restic- a restricted person in terms of diet? Like, I don't eat pork or I don't eat oh, yeah. duck. You need to kind of know yeah. your boundaries as yeah. a person. I mean, I understand religion and all that stuff. So you define 
the palette that you're gonna go for if you're kind of like i'm gonna try everything okay definitely do that that works out but what i recommend let's just say you just got in and you landed and it's like it's been like a day and you wake up and it's like the morning Mm -hmm. what do you eat first well um oh my god this is hard i mean so say i have no restrictions whatsoever when it comes to food okay i'm not vegetarian religion doesn't okay okay um I don't know. Obviously, you have to try Chinese. Well, it's not called Chinese food because you're in China. It's called uh-huh. food. So, like, just give mm. a dish or a restaurant even on. Okay, there's this there's this place called the Nose Place. I call it the Nose Place. The Nose Place. Yeah, because there's a character on the door. You know, like these Chinese restaurants. Okay. They have like so the the character looks like a nose. So we call it the Nose Place. Ah. They serve <laughs> the best ribs. I think I don't know. They serve the best ribs. There's this thing called gubaro. Yeah. You need to try that. Oh my god. Yeah. It's like uh, sweet and sour. It could be either chicken it's or pork. pork. It's pork. But you, 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 usually you can have. Uh, oh yeah, chicken. sure, sure. It's like sweet and sour uh, pork, and uh, obviously your fried rice and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you can try your your dumplings as well. Oh yeah, dumplings are a good one. Yeah, yeah. If you ever come to to China, you haven't tried a dumpling or at least like. There's 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 a lot of options out there. There's meat, there's chicken. There's yeah. Definitely try your dumplings. Yeah. And there's this thing called a baozi. Baozi. Like that was one thing. I think the first week I was exposed to like that, like mm. baozi. Yeah. It's like a big steamed bun with like meat. Yeah. And you have it like they call it chianro. I don't know what chianro is, but it has like stuff inside and yeah, it's, it's so good. It's some sort of seafood. Yeah. It's yeah. like seafood stuff, and um. I mean, there's a lot of things like, uh, especially hot pot. That's a oh, good one. Oh yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> man. Okay, I'll, I'll, I I I'll I'll let you take this one. Yeah, I have a story, <laughs> but before we get into that, so Laz's recommendations are, uh, uh, bone in ribs, the koparo, and dumplings or powder. Yeah. Yeah, like typical Chinese food, and I completely agree with everything mm, he said. Like, that's like starter level, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like, just got here. You don't like you when you just it. get here and you want to try like something new but something good. Mm. Definitely look out for those four. But now going into hot pot, so which hot, is your recommendation? Right? Yeah, hot pot is yeah. my recommendation. Man, I love hot pot. I love it too, man. You know, when I was growing up in the Philippines, I was never super big into Chinese food. Okay. Okay, um, that's a story in itself, but <laughs> but for whatever reason, I did not love um, ch- Chinese food growing up. Like, mm. probably it was the, uh, you know, stereotypicalness of Chinese food, because we have a lot of Chinese people in the Philippines, mm. and uh, a lot of the families, or a lot of my friends are like, oh yeah, you're a typical Chinese, you eat Chinese food, you eat hot pot. <laughs> I, I didn't... It kind of like offended me when someone said that. So I never went to eat hot pot. Yeah. And when I was in China for the first time, there were all these rumors I was hearing about hot pot. Like, oh yeah, it's really spicy. Oh, They use like peppers and uh, chilies from the Sichuan region, which is known for being super spicy. Super spicy, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So I was always scared of eating hot pot, you know? (sighs) Like I know it was a childish fear, but Mm. that was me. But one year when I uh, had a girlfriend and we traveled to Sichuan province together. Uh-huh. That was the very first time like I got introduced to a really good hot pot. Like, yeah, the, 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 ones, the big ones. Like, right? dude, I went to the freaking source of hot pot. 
I went the heart of everything. Yeah, yeah. I went to eat like OG hot pot OG. with OG chilies, OG peppers, and the oh peppercorns. My, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And man, was it spicy! But oh, it was really good. I mean, I've been there. Yeah. I don't particularly find it super spicy. I don't know. It depends on yeah. your spicy, you know, level and all that. No, stuff. but like that's the thing, you know. Like mm. I n- hardly ever ate spicy food before. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. like kind of going there, going to the Sichuan region, and going to like where the hot pot and spiciness from China originated. Like it kind of like opened my taste buds. It to unlocked it. something. Like yeah, that. yeah. Really, exactly. Like. Uh, <laughs> oh dude like so jo- jonah i think you need the tissue i don't know are you having orgasms right now? <laughs> anyway uh sorry about that Jonah. Uh, uh, yeah whatever but like mm. yeah ever since that day i started like eating hot pot now uh i love all the meats that go into it the vegetables the noodles even like the sauces you eat on the side like Pe- the peanut sauce like you can mm. make your own sauce mm. and that actually like elevates the flavor profile and I just think, like, that's amazing. You have to try it if you ever come to China or wherever in the world you are. But I feel like you didn't really define what hot pot is. Like, oh, okay. to our listeners from different countries that don't oh, yeah. even know what it looks like. I mean, what is it? Okay, so, yeah. so hot pot, it's basically a boiling uh, pot of water in the middle. Mm-hmm. And you can either put chilies and spices into it, or you can leave it as it is with, like, a few, like, mushrooms and er- herbs and vegetables. So it's it's just seasoned water basically so like it's a like a, it's like a stock yeah oh yeah like, it's okay. it's like a stock and you just boil it mm-hmm. and once it reaches boiling temperature you cook your food in it okay and the it's cool because it happens really fast like when you eat hot pot you usually eat it with like thin slices of meat and because the meat is so thin it cooks almost instantly instantly yeah so it's yeah automatic cooking right there even Definitely. Even the vegetables. Like one thing, if you want to eat healthy and you want to go for the healthy life, hot pot is a good one. Especially in winter, it's super cold, and you want to try something soupy yeah. and vegetably. Oh, and rec- hot pots. Are best. And going back into uh, food being an immersive experience and bring people together. Mm-hmm. No one, no one I know eats hot pot alone. You always eat it with friends. Of course. And having like that, uh, um how would you say active way of eating like getting your food from the middle sharing it with people like that really does wonders and can like build strong relationships with your friends which store do you eat this hot pot or which restaurant oh there's many places to go man which one's Um, the best like obviously you're new you don't know where to go but jonah said what's the place uh actually there was there's this hot pot place just nearby wanda Okay. Um, everyone from Dalian knows where Wanda is, but there's this hot pot restaurant near Wanda, and Tommy, my ex roommate, used to take me there, and it was like really freaking good hot pot, like the fancy ones, right? Um, it has a big uh, pot. It's, it's it's hard to say, you know, if it's fancy or not, but like the the flavor profile, the recipe, uh-huh. the whatever goes into the hot pot, like it has its own distinct flavor what about for the average joe isn't there like a like a quick oh yeah uh so one good hot pot restaurant that's like super easy to find it's been like franchised all over china is like tong dalai tong (laughs) dalai yeah but okay now going into another part of food that i would recommend i would recommend korean barbecue oh yeah dude like 
barbecue in every part of the world is so homey. It's different. Yeah. It's the flavors are different. Yeah. And I don't know. There's something I really like about Korean barbecue. It's so like I don't know. There's something about it. Yeah. I mean, I know they use tiny meats and all that yeah. stuff, but my gosh, it's good. Yeah. I mean, like so Korean barbecue in general is like you have a hot um, plate of charcoal in the middle. Yeah. And you cook your meat there as well. Mm. Also thin slices. But the thing about Korean barbecue is that they always give you a bunch of sauces, a bunch of condiments, a bunch of like vegetables <clears throat> and the side dishes you can pair up with it. Yeah. So every time you're eating this barbecue, there's always like a new f- flavor profile you can uh, complement it with. Oh yeah, like you, you can have your rice yeah. with it or you can have like this salad leaves. They give yeah, you these yeah, iceberg yeah. lettuces. Yeah. You stuff the meat in there, you take the condiments. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh. You take like, the yeah. lettuce, you put the meat that you just barbecued, you put some sauce, some garlic and wrap it up. It's like... It's, it's the best. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, I don't think we need to tell you about how amazing barbecue uh, is. Yeah, it, duh. It doesn't have to be like just... Bar- Korean barbecue, any barbecue is amazing. Any type of barbecue. Yeah. Anything that's on the grill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the last recommendation I want to make is if ever you find yourself in Asia, you definitely need to try dim sum. Oh, yeah. Dim sum. Yeah. For our African listeners or <laughs> people that don't know what dim sum is, Jonah will break it down right now. <laughs> because you don't know what it is either. <laughs> hey, 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 I know what dim sum is. Like tiny. Okay. You, you explain it better. You go ahead. Uh, okay. You do your thing, boy. All right. I'll I'll save you this time. Oh, no. You uh, save nobody. Come on, man. So dim sum is basically a steamed uh, ball of pastry or like a small a small snack even. Mm-hmm. It's a pastry wrapped up with some meat that can range from pork to shrimp to beef to even vegetable. Mm. They wrap it up in some pastry and they make some design elaborate designs on the top and then they steam it for a couple of minutes everything is steamed right yeah everything is steamed mm-hmm. so you have like your hakao which is made of shrimp you have your shaomai which is made of pork and you have like this other dim sum that's called xiaolong bao which is xiaolong bao which is dim sum but uh it also has <clears throat> soup inside so when you bite into there's the... There's like this release of flavor. Yeah, there's like this release of like soup stock. And you also bite into the meat, which has been like uh, cooking inside with the soup. Mm-hmm. It's just... Oh, it's amazing, dude. But So like another thing with dim sum, you eat with people, a group of people. You don't just go there. I'm going to eat dim sum. You yeah. eat it with groups of friends, well, family. Actu- yeah. Actually, uh, dim sum is small in its nature. Mm. So it's something that like you eat for a snack or for breakfast or to go so you don't necessarily need to be eating it with friends but i i realized that but every time i've had dim sum i've always had it with people yeah i I would never like i'm gonna have dim sum alone yeah dude my my first my first dinner when i came to dalian was dim sum i was having it with my parents and uh the first christmas i had here was also in the dim sum restaurant because it has special memories. Noise. Noise. Yeah. That's where you noise. Yeah. But so that's our recommendations, guys. So if you ever find yourself in Dalian, you know yeah. what to do. Yeah. I mean, like anywhere else in the world as well. Like you, you should definitely try all these things because we believe like they're worth, worth trying out. Like mm. if you're a foodie and you're going to appreciate this, you just you, will. Yeah. 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 
I mean, me being black and talking about Asian food, you know, that says something, you know what I mean? Like, oh, <laughs> right, right. Because a lot of people are like, I don't know about Chinese food. It's so doodly because that's the misconception in Africa. They think, oh, Chinese food is just like, oh, noodles and, and rice. But there's a lot more to that. Steam buns, like uh, all the, all these other things, like vegetables that are really good for you. There's a lot more. Mm. Yeah. So what's what's up? What do we have next? Okay, so our last topic today is going to be about uh, cooking at home. And, oh, yeah. Mm, mm. The benefits of that. So what's your experience about cooking, dude? Cooking... Obviously, being a student is cheaper. That's one thing we, you cannot really ignore. Uh, cooking is cheap. Uh, you can, you, you know, you definitely know what goes in the food. Into like when you go to other restaurants and stuff like that, um, you you don't really know like what kind of hygiene practices they do. Especially being in Asia, where hygiene could be questionable. Hashtag mm-hmm. uh, being at home actually, dude, it, it unlocks a lot of things. You you get to learn about yourself. That's what oh, I yeah. notice when you cook. Yeah. Like cooking to some people can be so it's like it's like bad. Like oh, I, don't, I hate cooking. You have people that hate cooking, and there are a lot of people that find cooking therapeutic. Like they think it's it's a stress reliever and stuff like that. Also, when you cook, especially when you invite people over, you get to create bonds, like you said in the beginning. Like you know what I mean? When you cook and you invite people over, it just explores different. Uh, aspects of you know friendship and all that stuff yeah Mm. i'm glad you mentioned that uh yeah i totally agree like cooking and being able to cook is like a sign of being independent you know oh yeah like if you are down on your luck you are out of funds or the the wallet's getting tight and you don't have anywhere to help you you know like cooking can just like uh it got you you know like it doesn't take much to cook. Like, you can buy food from the grocery at a fraction of the cost of what you would pay if you were to go to a restaurant. Oh, yeah. Um, also, like, if you have... Let's say you're in a new city and you don't know what to eat or you don't like the food. You have you haven't made any friends yet. Mm. Like, how do you cook? How do you, you know, how do you get through the day? And cooking is, like, just one of those avenues you can explore. It, like... It like tells yourself, yeah, I can survive on my on oh, my yeah. own. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Cooking is a skill that one needs. Yeah, you know they might take your car away, they might take your house away, but they cannot <laughs> take away your cooking. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And you mentioned something about like um, exploring the avenues of friendship through, you know, inviting people over. Oh yeah. And making dinner for them. Mm. Like I still remember that one dinner I had with a teacher from school. He invited... I knew this guy from... Old move. <laughs> he invited me, you know. Okay, okay. Yeah, it, it wasn't just me. It was like a big party, okay. a big dinner party. And he invited me to his house to, like, celebrate Halloween together. And he made dinner. And, you know, like, you know, being a guest and all, I was thinking, oh, man, what do I bring? Hmm. Uh, should I help you cook? Should I do whatever? And he was like, no, man, it's 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 fine. You know, I got this. I'm going to make dinner for you. I'm going to make dinner for everyone. It's my treat. And, like, that, that guy always, like, had a special, like, uh, bond to me ever since. Like, I never forget what he did for me. And, uh, you know, I hope to repay him back someday. <laughs> Shout out to Jason. That's his name. 
If you're listening, thank you. Thank you once again. I still haven't forgotten. What did he cook for you? Uh, he cooked a lot, dude. I can't like name them all <clears throat> off the top of my all head. All American food or No, it was actually Chinese food. He got interesting like, in American really... cooking, Asian Chinese food. Yeah, he got he got localized pretty good. But yeah, I mean, cooking food for people that experience is like irreplaceable. And also with cooking, like I I feel like you need to you know, cooking is like working out. If you don't cook for like two years, three years, you lose that skill. You lose the ability, the ability to, to bring out certain flavors. So I feel like you you should be able, you should cook once in a while. I mean, if you're not an, a cooker or you don't cook every time because of work or whatever, just try and do it twice a week or th- three times a week just to brush up on that skill. Yeah. Because it's 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 not easy to 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 make delicious meals all the time. I mean, sometimes you have food that's like that's bomb and mm-hmm. you make food food that's that's like so so bad you know what uh-huh. i mean like oh, i'll never eat that ever again <laughs> you know so yeah, yeah it's, it's like working out like i said it gets better with practice it gets better with practice and you know for all you like hopeful singles out there <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cooking is extra points. It's plus points for you if you oh, know how to cook. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. You know, you know, you know what they say. Uh, these feminists or relationship experts—they're like, you know, a, w- a way to a man's heart is communication. No, it's the stomach, woman. You mm. know, yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Same get this. The same thing goes with guys. Like, oh, yeah. The way to a woman's heart is diamonds. No. Yeah. Getting that gut sear on that steak with the mushroom sauce. Oh. oh. Yes. Yeah. And final point, it's going in line with the experience or the ben- social benefits of mm. being able to cook. Cooking also is kind of a symbol of being a stable uh, parent. <clears throat> you know, I, I can agree with you that. You know, obviously, because... Our parents, at some point, have always made food for us, in mm, one way or another. Mm, mm. You know, uh, having a home cooked meal by your mom, or, or those rare occasions where your dad shows off his skill, within on the grill. It, it creates like memories, like dude, like yeah. it's, it's stuff you take, yeah, you know, with you for years, yeah, years, yeah, yeah. Like when you tell your kids in the future one day, like, oh yeah, my mom, dad used to do this. We used to chop these. You know, like that kind of stuff. It, it creates like a, a special bond. Yeah. Like, yeah. And even like cooking together, mm-hmm. you know, with your family mm-hmm. or cooking together at a party. Like it creates those memories that, you know, people are going to take with them for years to come. They, mm, food brings people together, man. I love food. It does. It does. Like, especially when someone takes the initiative to invite you. Clearly that person has accepted you into their life. Do you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. if you actually see yourself inviting this specific person, you don't just invite a stranger or someone you you met or an acquaintance. When you invite someone to your to your house to eat, you expose them to different aspects like your life. Or basically, it yeah. tells a story. Food tells a story yeah. of where you've been in life, what kind of life you you were you grew up in, and uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. To me, food is like it lets you know. I, hey man, I'm comfortable with you. I'd like to prepare something for you, and I want you to like it. You know, mm. and that's not what you can say for a lot of people, or not mm. a lot of people can offer you that. So being able to cook is definitely uh, bonus points for you if you are able. 
it's also an easy icebreaker, don't you think? You can break ice super kind of, easy. Yeah. yeah, with cooking. Yeah. You don't know how to you can speak with your cooking. Cooking yeah. does the speaking for you. Yeah. I feel like, you know, no one <laughs> like you like no one in my entire life like if you cook for someone like you you have to be like pretty stupid or something like to not appreciate the effort someone put into oh making food for you. Yeah. You know? Like so yeah, just if someone invites you to dinner or invites you to their home to prepare something for you, like that's a sign right there they value your friendship. Definitely. And when someone oh. invites you, bring something with. Don't just come in and, oh, yeah. and be like, oh, yeah, you invited me. Just bring something. Offer to do the dishes or something or take out the garbage. Yeah, e- even though you know definitely that person's going to say no, so you hope they say no. <laughs> hey, Jonah, can I help you with the dishes? And you're like, yeah. no, I'm good, man. Just eat. Oh, I insist. And it's like a whole back and forth. Mm. Clearly, yeah, that person can see, oh, yeah, this person's helpful. So yeah. I wouldn't, He's a good guest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. And, like, that kind of, like, solidifies the bond and, like, okay, I'm inviting that person again. Because like, he... Like, once again, remem- remember when we spoke about soft skills? Mm-hmm. Like, once, like, we just mentioned right now, like, when someone invites you to eat or whatever, just bring something. Yeah. Bring... Yeah. So- it doesn't hurt to pick up, like, a flower or, <laughs> like, a spice. You think yeah. this would be cool. If, yeah. you don't, if you don't have anything, just bring... Just don't come bare, like, yeah. I'm here to eat, bro. Yeah. Uh, here to satisfy my yeah. hunger. No, that's yeah. that's not good. Oh, the worst experience I had was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, was when like I was preparing dinner for people, mm-hmm. and this was my first time cooking. So I let them know, hey guys, this is like an experiment, but I want to make it for you anyway. I bought all the things myself. You don't have to pay, of course. Mm. And uh, what they did was they ate the food. They said it was like, uh, it's not good. It's not bad. Okay. <laughs> Uh, not not the nicest thing in the world to say not what you want to hear after you labored for them and after that like yeah. they just like they just left you know it's like oh Jonah it's getting late I want to go home <laughs> like where's the appreciation man oh man honestly I take that with two with two sides okay yeah they told you the food was oh mediocre that's also a sign of what they're they're giving you constructive criticism, but also sure. that sh- this just shows like, yeah, they don't understand the nuances mm. of actually, yeah. you know, eating together, building and, relationships. Exactly. Mm. So you take it both ways. Like, okay, I need to improve my cooking skills and these people definitely don't invite them again. So if you have guests like Jordan mentioned, stay away from them, boy. Know who your friends are. Yeah. Uh, no, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, before we wrap things up, uh, what are your thoughts on like, cocktails making drinks cocktails you know man i'm not a drinker myself but i mean f- drinks g- are a subcategory of food wouldn't you oh, yeah. say drinks actually you, there are certain drinks you pair with food yeah like before we get into cocktails i just want to mention um like like jonah said we're going into like cocktails and stuff like that but there are certain foods that go with different drinks well we think is the is the right uh choice for pairing up with these foods like for example yeah. if you're having a steak mm-hmm. just just segue um a steak is good with obviously if if you're not like the restricted uh diner you can have it with like red wine red wine is a good choice for steak uh obviously medium medium rare obviously shout out to all the medium rare lovers out there mm. and uh there's if you're not a, an al- uh, al- alcoholic drinker, you can have it with cranberry juice. Cranberry juice is a good <laughs> choice for steak. 
Yeah. If if you're not obviously the the wine on the wine side. Yeah. And yeah, I th- I think I, I that should be mentioned as well. Like yeah. There's certain foods that pair up. Um, yeah. Well. I mean, like the 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 unspoken rules about uh, wines when eating food. Typically, when you go for meats, you have red wine. When you go for steaks, you go red wine. Mm. When you go for seafood, you want something smoother. So typ- typically, people drink white wine. And, oh yeah. And of course, like if you're having a celebration, sparkling wine it pretty much goes with anything. Mm, 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 so more on that in the future. More on that in the future, ladies and gentlemen. But but like um, cocktails, dude. Oh, like you said, oh cocktails. I feel like as a person that you know, you if you enjoy hosting people, yeah, it's a good skill to have. Yeah, it's like cooking as well. It's like, yeah, yeah. You need to have that skill. I mean, yeah, you might not drink or whatever, but yeah. just have that skill. Just know, when people are here, you have the right stuff. The the the, yeah. the liquid courage. That's what we call it. <laughs> just bring the martinis, your Bombay uh, sapphire, mm-hmm. your um. There's a lot of these things. Your yeah. gin and tonics yeah. and your, uh, you know, bloody Mary. It's 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 the same thing as cooking. You're going mm. out of your way to prepare something for someone. Yeah. So it has the same effect, and that's it's a skill that I've been trying to develop recently, because I've been in Manila, I've been exposed to a lot of like new restaurants because my parents noticed. Oh, Jonah, when did you become such a foodie? <laughs> uh, let me take you to this restaurant. Hey, want to get a drink at the bar? Uh, and I was like exposed to so many of these like drinks. Like, wow, this tastes amazing, you know? Yeah. And for. Hopeful singles again. <laughs> uh, you always if, keep going back to this hopeful uh, singles thing. Hey, hey, Ugh. hey, hey. Yeah. But, but, I mean, seriously, like, if you, like, I think it's an unspoken rule. And you go to a bar, you buy a girl a drink. Uh, if you are, if you fancy someone, let's say you bring him to their home. Hey, let me make you a drink. Or I have this really good drink that you're going to love. Mm. Plus points to you. It depends if that girl is an alcoholic or she drinks alcohol. So um, if she doesn't drink, definitely you know what to make. Coffee, tea, <laughs> juice. At night? Oh, okay. Okay, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. Uh, uh, yeah, but what, what I'm saying is knowing how to make cocktails or knowing the art of the you making cocktails or uh, drinks in general, mm-hmm. it's a good skill. Like having the right stuff in your fridge Yeah. for guests. You know, I mean, we all have different friends. You have different groups of friends. You have your drinkers, people that appreciate liquid courage. Like I said, you need to have the right stuff. Your beers, you need to have the right beer. You need to know your people. Right. It's an art form, remember. Yeah, so that was just, you know, a small portion of the array of Snippet. things. Yeah, mm-hmm. of we, we that we could have talked about concerning food, you know. We didn't even delve into regional cuisines. We didn't delve into uh r- rare ingredients like your blue marlin truffles, truffles. uh wagyu a5 oh my god yes yeah <clears throat> but um you know there will be time for that in the coming episodes but that was what we wanted to discuss we wanted to be like the first step in to food remember this is a conversation so you join us comment like share so jonah what do you have uh, next week for our listeners Mm, actually, I, w- I, I was thinking we could, like, go over that. Uh, what do you think we should talk about? 
I don't know, you always mentioned something about singles, hopeful singles. So does that mean topic next week is relationships and dating? It very well could be. <laughs> well, it is then. See you next week, guys. See ya.